Section 16D Leave Management Policy As stated in AFI 36-3003 Military Leave Program, lengthy respites from the work environment tend to have a beneficial effect on an individual's psychological and physical status. Therefore, an effective leave program is an essential military requirement. According to Department of Defense Instruction 1327.6, Leave and Liberty Policy and Procedures, all officers in command, major headquarters, and the military departments shall ensure that secondary and non-essential efforts, though desirable in themselves, do not prevent an effective leave program. Accruing Leave The Air Force can pay members for unused leave at certain points in their careers, such as re-enlistment, retirement, separation under honorable conditions, or death. By law, members may receive accrued leave payment up to a maximum of 60 days during their military careers. However, the Department of Defense policy expresses congressional concern that members use leave to relax from the pressures of duties and not as a method of compensation. Note, members do not earn leave when they are absent without official leave in an unauthorized leave status, in confinement as a result of a court-martial status, in an excess leave status, or an appellate leave under Title X, United States Code, Section 876A, leave required to be taken pending review of certain court-martial convictions. Special Leave Accrual Special leave accrual earned in combat zones may be kept for four fiscal years, Special leave accrual earned in support of operations may now be kept for two fiscal years. An additional one-time special leave accrual sellback is authorized for enlisted service members. Under this provision, an enlisted service member may sell back up to 30 days of special leave accrual. Such a sellback counts towards the service member's cap of 60 days over a career. This provision has no termination date. Members lose any leave in excess of 60 days at the end of the fiscal year unless they are eligible for special leave accrual. Eligible members who lose leave on 1st of October may have only that portion of leave restored that could not possibly have been used before the end of the fiscal year, not to exceed 120 days. The wing or vice commander has final approval authority and may be delegated no lower than the first O-6 in the chain of command. Major Command or Field Operating Agency Directors of Personnel or Equivalents, Colonel or above, will approve special leave accrual for their organizations. Any commander in the chain of command may deny a member's request for special leave accrual without referring the member to a higher-level authority when the request does not meet the criteria for special leave accrual consideration. Members are eligible for special leave accrual if any of the following circumstances exist. A member who serves on regular Air Force while entitled to hostile, fire, imminent danger pay for a continuous period of at least 120 days 
are authorized to retain such leave not to exceed 120 days until the end of the third fiscal year following the fiscal year in which the duty assignment is terminated. Members assigned to a non-hostile fire and or non-imminent danger pay area for a continuous period of at least 120 days are authorized to retain such leave up to 120 days, but not to exceed the total number of continuous days assigned to the unit or qualifying duty until the end of the second fiscal year in which the duty assignment is terminated. Beginning and Ending Leave Leave must begin and end in the local area. The term local area means the place of residence from which the member commutes to the duty station on a daily basis. This also applies to leave en route to a permanent change of station or temporary duty assignment. In this case, the local area as defined at the old and new permanent duty station applies. The old permanent duty station is for beginning leave. The new permanent duty station is for ending leave. Making a false statement of leave taken may result in punitive action under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, regardless of the amount of leave authorized. Finance calculates leave based on the actual date of departure and date of return. General rules on charging leave are as follows. Use Air Force Form 988, Leave Request Authorization, for all types of leave and permissive temporary duty when leave web cannot be used. See AF Man 65-116, Volume 2, Defense Joint Military Pay System, DJMS, Unit Procedures Excluding FSO, Chapter 7, for information concerning leave web. Exception. When members take leave en route with permanent change of station or temporary duty travel, the Financial Service Office uses the travel voucher to determine authorized travel and chargeable leave. Non-duty days and holidays are chargeable leave days if they occur during an authorized period of leave. If leave includes a weekend, a member cannot end leave on a Friday and begin the leave again on Monday. Further, unit commanders will not approve successive Monday through Friday leaves or periods of leave surrounding other non-duty days, except under emergency or unusual circumstances as determined by the unit commander. A member who is unable to report to duty upon expiration of leave because of illness or injury must advise the leave-approving authority. The next-of-kin, attending physician, representative at the nearest medical treatment facility, or American Red Cross representative, may act on the member's behalf when the member is incapacitated and unable to provide notification. Upon returning from leave, the member must present a statement from the nearest medical treatment facility or attending physician regarding the member's medical condition. Note, the unit commander evaluates the statement before authenticating the leave document. If a member on leave requires hospitalization or quarters status, leave is not charged while hospitalized or on quarters. 
chargeable leave ends the day before and starts again the day following hospitalization or quarter status, regardless of the hour of admission or discharge or release from quarters, the unit commander issues an amended leave authorization if required. The Military Personnel Section of the Air Force Personnel Center, DPFCM, Missing Persons Branch, changed the member's leave status to absent without official leave when the member fails to return to duty at the end of his or her leave period. Extension of Leave the member must ask orally or in writing for an extension of leave. The extension must be requested sufficiently in advance of expiration of leave authorized to permit the member to return to duty at the proper time if the approval authority disapproves the extension. Recall from leave. Unit commanders may recall members from leave for military necessity or in the best interest of the Air Force. Refer to the Joint Travel Regulation to determine if travel and transportation allowances apply. If the unit commander authorizes the member to resume leave after the member completes the duty that resulted in recall, a new Air Force Form 988 or orders must be prepared. Types of Leave AFI 36-3003 outlines many types of leave, such as Annual leave. Another name for ordinary leave is annual leave. Normally, members request leave as accruing, earning, within mission requirements. Members use annual leave to take vacations, attend to parental family needs such as illnesses, celebrate traditional national holiday periods, attend spiritual events or other religious observances, or as terminal leave with retirement or separation from regular Air Force. Advance leave. Advance leave is leave granted based on a reasonable expectation that a member will accrue at least that much leave during the remaining period of active military service. The purpose of advanced leave is to enable members to resolve emergencies or urgent personal situations when they have limited or no accrued leave. When a member has taken all the advanced leave that represents what he or she will be accruing during the remaining period of active service, unit commanders change members' leave status from advanced to excess leave. The Financial Service Office stops or collects, if applicable, all pay and allowances paid after the member's leave status changes from advanced to excess leave. Convalescent leave. Convalescent leave is an authorized absence normally for the minimal time needed to meet the medical needs for recuperation. Convalescent leave is not chargeable leave. Unit commanders normally approve convalescent leave based on recommendations by either the Medical Treatment Facility Authority or physician most familiar with the member's medical condition. When a member elects civilian medical care at personal expense and an Air Force physician determines the medical procedure as elective by military medical treatment facility authorities, such as cosmetic surgery, the member must use ordinary leave for all absences from duty, including convalescence. 
when medical authorities determine a medical procedure is necessary, such as childbirth, and the member elects civilian medical care, the commander, upon the recommendation by either the medical treatment facility authority or the attending physician, most familiar with the member's medical condition, may grant convalescent leave. Emergency leave. Emergency leave is chargeable leave granted for personal or family emergencies involving the immediate family. Unit commanders approve emergency leave. However, commanders can delegate leave approval to no lower than the first sergeant for enlisted personnel. Normally, verification by the American Red Cross is not necessary. However, when the official granting leave has reason to doubt the validity of an emergency situation, he or she may request assistance from the military service activity nearest the location of the emergency or, when necessary, from the American Red Cross. The initial period of emergency leave is usually for no more than 30 days, with possible extensions of an additional 30 days. If the individual needs an extension while on emergency leave, he or she must contact the unit commander or first sergeant for approval. Unit commanders should advise members to apply for a humanitarian or exceptional family member reassignment or hardship discharge if the leave period is more than 60 days. Air Force Personnel Center approves emergency leave if leave requested results in a member having a cumulative negative leave balance of over 30 days. The member may not request emergency leave for reasons such as attending court hearings or the resolution of marital or financial problems. The members may, however, request ordinary leave for these situations. Situations when emergency leave is normally authorized include, but are not limited to, to visit a terminally ill person in the immediate family of either the member or the member's spouse, when there has been a verified death in the member's immediate family or the spouse's immediate family, because the member or someone in the member or spouse's immediate family has a life-threatening condition due to an accident, illness, or major surgery, or is admitted to an intensive care unit due to a major illness or accident. Because the member is affected by a natural disaster, such as a hurricane, tornado, flood, or earthquake, and a severe or unusual hardship would result if the member failed to return home. In route leave. In route leave is ordinary leave members use in connection with permanent change of station, including their first change of station upon completion of technical training. Members may request advanced leave when they do not have enough accrued leave to use as in route leave. Normally, the losing unit commander approves up to 30 days of in route leave with any change of station move if the leave does not interfere with the reporting date to either a port or new assignment. Members who complete basic or technical training may request at least 10 days of leave in route if their first duty station is in the continental United States. They may request at least 14 days if going to an overseas assignment. Terminal leave. Terminal leave is chargeable leave taken in conjunction with retirement or separation from regular Air Force. 
The member's last day of leave coincides with the last day of regular Air Force. Normally, a member does not return to duty after terminal leave begins. The amount of leave taken cannot exceed the leave balance at the date of separation. CAFI 36-3003 for guidance. Excess leave. Excess leave is leave members normally use for personal or family emergency situations when members cannot request advanced leave. Excess leave is a no-pay status, therefore entitlement to pay and allowances and leave accrual stops on the member's first day of excess leave. A member will not receive disability pay if injured for time spent on excess leave. The period of excess leave will not count towards the fulfillment of any regular Air Force service commitment. Environmental and Morale Leave Environmental and morale leave is leave authorized at overseas installations where adverse environmental conditions require special arrangements for leave in desirable places at periodic intervals. The environmental and morale leave taken is ordinary leave. Funded environmental and morale leave is charged as ordinary leave, but members are authorized to use Department of Defense-owned or controlled aircraft plus travel time to and from the environmental and morale leave destination is not charged as leave. Unfunded environmental and morale leave is also charged as ordinary leave, but members are authorized space-available air transportation from the duty locations and travel time to and from the leave destination is charged as leave. Regular and Special Passes a pass period is an authorized absence from duty for a relatively short time and starts from the end of normal work hours on a duty day and ends at the beginning of normal work hours on the next duty day. There are no mileage restrictions. However, approval authorities may require members to be able to return to duty within a reasonable time in the event of an operational mission requirement, such as a recall, unit alert, or unit emergency. Regular pass. A regular pass starts after normal work hours on a given day and stops at the beginning of normal work hours the next duty day. This includes non-duty days, Saturday, Sunday, and a holiday for up to three days total if a member normally works Monday through Friday or up to four days for a member who works a non-traditional work schedule, such as a compressed work week. The combination of non-duty days and a public holiday may not exceed four days. Department of Defense or higher management levels may determine that a Monday or Friday is compensatory comp time off when a holiday is observed on a Tuesday or Thursday, in which case a regular pass may consist of a weekend, a comp day off, and a public holiday. Special Pass Unit commanders may award three- or four-day special passes for special occasions or circumstances, such as re-enlistment or some type of special recognition or compensatory time off. They may delegate approval to a level no lower than squadron section commander, deputies, or equivalents. Special passes start after normal work hours on a given day. 
They stop at the beginning of normal work hours on either the fourth day for a three-day special pass or the fifth day for a four-day special pass. A three-day special pass can be Friday through Sunday, Saturday through Monday, or Tuesday through Thursday. A four-day special pass can be Thursday through Sunday or Saturday through Tuesday or Friday through Monday. This applies to a normal Monday through Friday work week. Passes may be taken in conjunction with leave without a duty day between the pass and leave period. The member must be physically present in the local area when departing and returning from leave. The pass can be taken before or after leave, but not both. Permissive temporary duty. Permissive temporary duty is an administrative absence for which funded temporary duty is not appropriate. Commanders may not authorize permissive temporary duty in place of leave or a special pass or in conjunction with special passes. Normally, Air Force Form 988 is used for all types of permissive temporary duties. See AFI 36-3003 for complete information. Authorized PTDYs Types of authorized permissive temporary duties include, but are not limited to, traveling to or in the vicinity of a new permanent duty station to secure off-base housing before the member out-processes the old permanent duty station. Generally, members request permissive temporary duty after signing in at the new permanent duty station. Accompanying a dependent patient or military member patient to a designated medical treatment facility not in the local area when the medical authority deems permissive temporary duty essential. To attend a Department of Defense-sponsored employment assistance seminar under the Transition Assistance Program when the member cannot schedule one locally and when the member will separate or retire within 180 days. Attending national conventions or meetings hosted by service-connected organizations such as the Military Officer Association, Air Force Sergeants Association, or the Non-Commissioned Officers Association. Permissive Temporary Duty Not Authorized Members are not authorized permissive temporary duties to search for a house in a close proximity permanent change of station move in conjunction with a permissive reassignment to attend a professional military education graduation when the graduate is a co-worker, friend, or military spouse. To attend a change of command or retirement ceremony. Note, the presiding official for a military retirement ceremony may be authorized permissive temporary duty. Post-deployment mobilization respite absence. Post-deployment mobilization respite absence is in support of the Secretary of Defense utilization of the total force policy. The program applies to creditable deployments and mobilizations underway on or commencing after 19th January 2007. The Secretary of Defense has directed establishment of programs to recognize members who are required to mobilize 
or deploy with a frequency beyond established rotation goals and post-deployment mobilization respite absence as a new category of administrative absence. The concept of operations is to establish a yearly rotation goal of a deployment-to-dwell ratio of 1 to 2. That is, for every one year a service member of the active component is deployed, he or she must have two years at his or her home station. The yearly mobilization-to-dwell ratio goal for the reserve component is 1 to 5 years. Post-deployment mobilization respite absence earned under these conditions is considered administrative absence. For the purpose of accruing post-deployment mobilization respite absence under this program, the Department of the Air Force defines criteria as creditable deployments temporary to the land areas of Afghanistan or Iraq on or after 19th January 2007, but before 1 October 2011. Air crew participating in missions into, out of, within, or over the area of eligibility in support of military operations count each day of operation as one day of eligibility. Deployment is defined as a member temporary duty under contingency exercise and deployment orders to these locations. Creditable time continues to accrue during periods of rest and relaxation, leave and for temporary duties outside of Afghanistan or Iraq of 30 consecutive days or less. For qualifying deployments and mobilizations beginning on or after the 1st of October 2011, active component airmen who, on the first day of their current deployment, had deployed in excess of 12 months out of the previous 36 months and who meet the other eligibility criteria contained in AFI 36-3003 qualify for post-deployment mobilization respite absence. Program Administration Commanders can only delegate ordinary leave approval to the lowest supervisory level to meet the needs of the unit. Supervisors should train personnel on the requirements of the leave program and ensure they know how to use LeaveWeb and the Air Force Form 988 to request leave and permissive temporary duty. Before approving leave, supervisors should ensure members requesting leave have a sufficient leave balance. Also, they must ensure members provide a valid address and emergency telephone number where they can be reached. Before signing the Air Force Form 988, follow the unit's procedures to obtain a leave authorization number. Leave numbers normally will not be given earlier than 14 days prior to the leave effective date. Members on leave should use risk management principles to assess all hazards and control risks before excessive or hazardous travel, especially when traveling by automobiles. Also, supervisors should make sure the member has sufficient funds to return to duty on time. If the documentation is not processed digitally, the unit leave monitor sends Part 1 with authorization number to the servicing finance office 
and gives Part 2 to the member after obtaining a leave authorization number. The supervisor retains Part 3 for completion after the member returns from leave. When the member returns from leave, the supervisor determines how the member's actual leave dates compared to the first and last days of chargeable leave reported on Air Force Form 988, Part 1. The member signs Part 3, and the supervisor certifies the dates of leave and sends Part 3 to the commander support staff for processing. If there is a change in the actual number of days the member took, Supervisors will follow the instructions listed in Part 3. Note, the Air Force adopted the current method of recording leave to prevent fraud in the leave reporting system. LeaveWeb is an Air Force system that automates the method of requesting and processing leave in lieu of using the hard copy Air Force Form 988. Under LeaveWeb, the member requests ordinary leave, which generates an email to his or her supervisor. The supervisor approves or disapproves the leave and, if approved, sends the leave information to the unit leave monitor to validate. Once validated, the leave is sent electronically to finance. The member prints a copy of the approved leave form to hand carry during leave. Upon returning from leave, the member completes the necessary updates in LeaveWeb and forwards the email to his or her supervisor for endorsement. This electronic process reduces waste in materials as well as man hours.